It's time for Inside the MFL, the official sports talk radio show of the Minor Football League. It's football, baby! Football fans, this show is for you, as the show brings you the most up-to-date information from the league's franchises across the country. Let's get it going now! It's time to get Inside the MFL with your host, Dr. Richard Miles Sr. and Kelsey Nicole Nelson. Hello, everyone, and welcome into another edition of Inside the MFL your official sports talk radio show of the Minor Football League, the nation's only professional developmental football league in the entire country. We're broadcasting to you live from Washington, D.C., where the MFL headquarters are at once again, hoping you all had a fantastic start to your 2022. It's been a long, long week. It feels like Dr. Miles, but we finally made it. 2021, I know for some people, was rough and hard, but I'm hoping 2022 brings them joy and prosperity and happiness. And we're going to be talking a lot about that on our show. As always, I'm your co-host, Kelsey Nelson, joined by the boss man, none other than Dr. Richard D. Miles Sr. Dr. Miles, how was your New Year's? A New Year was fine. Happy New Year's to everybody. But uh, once again, I want everybody to be very mindful of uh, you know, we're not out of the woods yet in terms of this virus. So we want everybody to take cautious. And I want you to realize that, you know, look out for your loved ones and family members, because right now we're not out of the woods. But, you know, also we're talking about inside the MFL. We're excited about it. We're looking forward to it. A lot of things we're going to touch as we normally do. The MFL is the laboratory of change, meaning we want to bring former players from the field to the front office. And a lot of things we do with the MFL in terms of MFL is here, internship. And, then, you know, let's kick it off, Mr. Miss Nelson. Yeah, like you said, so much to kick off. You know what, let's bring on our special guest. We are bringing on one of our MFL board members. She's doing lots in the education and political space. So excited to have her. And really has been here since day one, Dr. Miles. We absolutely, push you dream absolutely. And vision. So without further ado, everyone, please help us welcome none other than Dr. Remy Duyale to the show. Dr. Remy, how are you today? I am doing amazingly well now that I'm talking to both of you. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. We are so delighted to have you. You're doing so much good stuff. And before we get into the work that you're doing with the MFL, let's let you keep our audience updated on the latest with you because you're running this pretty cool political campaign that we want to make sure our listeners um, are enlightened to, Dr. Remy. Absolutely. Thank you so much for giving me that platform. Yes, to who much is given, much is required. So I have raised my hand to run as a delegate in District 23, which is in gorgeous Prince George's County, Maryland. Yes. It's simply another leadership role that I will be taking on by the grace of God when I win the seat that we're running for. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. I love that. That's, that's great. Also, I want our MFL Nation to understand Dr. Remy been with us from the beginning. She was very instrumental in introducing us to the African Union, yes. taking us to all the different uh in all the different uh embassies and, embassies and, and talking to the MFL different Africa off the ground. A- absolutely. And we're pushing forward. So we would be remiss if we don't mention the great thing that she's doing in the in the media. You and Kelsey doing so much, y'all teaching and y'all. I mean, every time I turn around, you're doing something, but you're about community. And that's what the MFL is about. The MFL is about the laboratory of change. So, I mean, give them a little bit. Everybody knows you, Dr. Remy. You've been on the show a lot. We talk about uh, the fact that we are going to Africa. But give people a little synopsis of who you are, Dr. Remy. 
Wow, thank you so much. First, let me say it's an honor to be part of the a board member for the MFL. Where in the world do you have intentional leadership being harnessed within the black and brown community? So Dr. Miles, hats off to you for ensuring that we make this a laboratory of change for the people. And then to me, I am Remy, your board member, your servant leader. I am an adjunct professor. I am a mother, a wife, the founder of a legacy premier foundation and nonprofit where we do similar things like the laboratory of change. That's why we are paths crossed because our minds think alike. Great mind thinks alike wow. connected based on that. And I'm a sitting commissioner in the state of Maryland where I am currently serving and a multicultural commissioner in Prince George's County and a former vice president of Bank of America and a former SBA um, 8A associate. So I do wear a few hats and all of them I wear proudly because it's all about change, it's all about impact. And I'm happy to be part of this movement that's moving to our motherland where it's long overdue. People want to see us. People want to see people who look like them, who they can relate to, and they can't wait to have us in Africa. So I'm excited. Absolutely. And, and Dr. Remy, you do so much. Like I say, you know, the MFL is a laboratory of change. And we have an MFL franchise in Maryland. We have the Maryland Coast, which, you know, we probably, as you know, uh, if people don't know, we're also heading for uh, 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 down in Waldorf, Maryland. We get ready to put a franchise down there. And we're also going to Delaware. So, and, and, and I want everybody to know Dr. Remy is very instrumental in all the things that the MFL is doing. And even going over to Africa, because none of this would be possible, wouldn't be possible without her help and uh, her contacts over here. And we got to do a lot of things with Africa. Uh, and we're looking forward to those franchises being there. But also we want people to understand that we have people on our board from all walks of life, and it's very important that that everybody work with the MFL. The MFL want to support them, and we want to get the word out because we have fans in Maryland and stuff, and we have uh, our board member, and she leading the charge out there to bring a, a, a laboratory of change to Maryland, and that's what uh, Dr. Remy is doing. So we we, we just would feel... Uh, remiss if we didn't. We like people to know what all our board members doing in the different communities out here. So you know, in saying that, it's we know the playing field was never level for people of color, and we want them to understand the fact that they have an opportunity for interns here. Well, I turn that over to Miss Nelson, and she can go. Uh, she can expand even more on that. Yeah, I think it's perfect. You're talking about the internships that the Minor Football League offers, and right now we have two great interns working with us right now on our business operations team, Dr. Miles, um, and just great interns that we're having. These are two young men who've wanted to work in sports business. We're looking for for an opportunity, and that's exactly what you gave them. And I know they've been hard at work, and I know this resonates so much with you, Dr. Remy, as well, because we know all the great work that you do with young people um, as a mentor and the great work that you're doing at Bowie State University and teaching. So I think this is so great. But, you know, let's talk with Dr. Remy, Dr. Miles about why it's so important to make sure that we're giving young people opportunities early to work in business so they can get hands-on experience. Yes, yes. You are touching on my soft spot. That is the nerve that gets me excited because yeah. these young leaders, they are 
full of a lot of energy and wisdom. I get to see them when they start at the beginning of the semester in the class that I teach at Bowie State University. And by the time they finish the semester, Dr. Miles, I mean, you will not believe it's the same students. They now learn about financial literacy. They learn about the world. And these young leaders are just firebrand. So like the also, I mean, they, like Kelsey said, it is an opportunity and it's a privilege to be before those young leaders and to see how they, how they beam into greatness. If we adults only do what MFL is doing, creating intentional setups, opportunities for them to leverage, we will not regret it. When we are intentional and we're about to support them, they do their best all the time, not sometimes, especially when they can feel the love and the sincerity. They don't want to be used and dumped, but they can follow when they know that you care. When you care, they're going to ask you how high do you want them to jump for you. And that's why I am so honored and proud to be part of the MFL um, board membership because you don't want to be part of an association that doesn't really have the, the caring spirit. Yes, people want to make money. Yeah, right. But touching lives is beyond just the money. And that's what MFL brings. And the Laboratory of Change also helps us to be so zero in on helping people, creating internship opportunities that are meaningful for this young man that are working with you, having them seeing what you're doing, that's going to make their resume rich. By the time they graduate, they won't have to be doctoring resume and do and, and saying things that won't help them get be better jobs, but they will have practical experience. And guess what? They come with firebrand ideas that maybe we ordinarily as older people might not have, but they are willing to take a chance and take a risk at anything that will help them to, to do what they're passionate about. So I want to commend you all for creating that platform because I know it's not easy to, to develop young leaders. It's not easy to, to work with interns because everybody is learning and you're all trying to get to the pace where their learning is truly value addition for them and for the corporation. So kudos to MFL for, for creating such an initiative. And I'm sure this can only blossom. I hope I get to send some of my BSU students your way soon. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and just piggybacking on what you were saying, Dr. Remy, because I always say people opinion of you don't have to be your reality. Because I was one of those so-called at-risk youth, you know what I mean? And I didn't turn out too bad, you know what I mean? So it just goes to show you that, you know, we all got a purpose in life. And sometimes it's hard for people to find their niche. And that's what the MFL do, the Laboratory of Change, Economic Development. We mm -hmm. want to give these young people, because these millennials, they are sharp. They're very articulate and stuff, but they still need to show, be shown the way, you mm -hmm. know. And these are the types of things we do in having people like you a part of the MFL and, and you know, uh, all the people that we have a part of this board. And, you know, we're doing things. We're not going to hit it right the first time. But, you know, you think about we've been around for 29 years now, so apparently we're doing something right. But we want people to understand, stop thinking if it ain't white, it ain't right. The playing field is not level. We're trying to make it level for sports management, broadcast journalists, sports medicine, the uh, yeah, uh, all PR. All of these opportunities are there. Dance team, 
uh, opportunities. So we want these young people to understand that you don't have to sit around because you didn't get that that internship in one of these big white corporations. Don't worry about that. Come check, and I tell people all the time, come experience what the MFL is doing. Yeah, I think you touched on so many great points. And I think one of the bigger things about getting interns into your organization is that not only are they learning, but you're also learning. And I think Mm -hmm. Dr. Remy will also know this as a professor and a teacher. You also do that when you're teaching. You learn Mm -hmm. so much from these young people. Because as you said, Dr. Miles, our millennial generation, they know a lot. We know a lot, but also there's so much you learn from wisdom and from history. And when you combine Mm -hmm. those two together, it's very powerful. A lot of young people graduating college now are just looking for that experience, you know, because sports can be a hard business to get into, right? And you're networking and trying to find opportunities. Yes, I can speak to that firsthand. But Mm -hmm. it's making sure that you get into an organization that you add value to, but also an organization that wants to give you value and an organization that will invest in you and show you the way and lead the ropes. Because there are good internships where you're actually learning hands-on experience, you're learning from the people, and there's others where you're not doing as much. And that's not what we want our interns to leave with. We want them to be able to leave with real top quality work that they can either take and use to hopefully work with us and keep with us at the minor football league or take it to another organization and take it back in the classroom. And that's cool. And that's what's happening. Because Dr. Miles, why don't you share with Dr. Roman, our audience, about the young intern that we had from USC, right? That came out from California. All the way from California. And all the great work that he's done and is now doing. Absolutely. Doing a great job. And it just goes to show you, we don't want, we want the best of the best as well. We don't want people, we're not begging for interns. We're just saying to you young millennials, we're giving you an opportunity that a lot of other corporations not going to give you because a lot of people, organizations, most corporations get flooded by kids sending their resume in so they can say they was there. You know, Dr. Remy, but we Mm -hmm. don't give you hands-on experience. We don't want you to go get no coffee. We don't want you putting no food. We're going to throw you underneath for the bus. And that's the great thing about the MFL. And that, like I say, we had people to come all the way from uh, USC in California, and they, and, they were, and they worked hard. I mean, they were just excited about the fact that this is Black-owned, and they, you know, it was, that was just amazing to them. Although they were Black students, uh, you know, interns, they was like, wow, this is great. We can't wait to get back and tell people because, you know, we got to, like I say, they understand that things was ran in a very professional type of environment. I mean, the young guys went on a trip with us when we went on the road and played. I mean, they did phenomenal work. I mean, you didn't have to look for them. They was there all the time. And it's just something, Dr. Remy, I, I, you know, it's still, I, I don't want to uh, keep on beating a dead horse. I just don't understand why uh, the HBCU should jump on the fact that the minor football league is all over this country and we have franchises in basically the, uh, the states that the uh, HBUs are at. Right, the HBCUs that they're at. And that's why I think it's actually, let's talk about the HBCU connection because we know the Minor Football League highly works with HBCU players that have come to play within the Minor Football League throughout our history. We know you've been doing a big push as well to bring HBCU players to the Minor Football League because we also we witnessed an NFL draft where unfortunately we had a draft where there was no players from HBCUs drafted. But these players had to interleague undrafted. And as you know, that, that makes a difference, one, on the money that you make. And of course, you can work your way up. But of course, it kind of doesn't make it fair. You're leveling, playing field, trying to get into the National Football League. But even more so, we know you've talked with HBCU presidents, Dr. Miles. We know Dr. Remy's at Bowie State University, one of the premier HBCUs that we have in this area. 
By the way, go Bulldogs. We're proud of that football team. Accomplished this year. But let's start with Dr. Remy. Why do you think it's so important that we definitely invest in students from HBCUs? And how big is it for the minor football league to make this commitment to HBCU students and trying to help them both on and off the football field and getting them from the field to the front office? Thank you. Um, There's no experience as good as seeing people that look like you that you can relate to doing things that you aspire to do. At the HBCU, you know, predominantly we're black and brown people. Not to say that anything is wrong with that, but that positions them to see. And most of us professors, majority of us are such that we're minorities. So these young leaders are seeing practical ways of life that they can say, I want to be like. And because those professors at the HBCUs, especially the one I worked at, are very committed. Those young leaders are like our children. I know in my heart, when I relate to my students, of course, I'm I'm firm. I mean, mean, there's a line. There's a line that you don't cross. But I do it in a way, in in a loving way that they know that I'm there because of them. That I don't have to be there, but I'm there because they matter. And because they matter, they are going to do the work, W-R-K. And when they do the work, that work is going to propel me to do more work. To say, you know what? Do you need an internship? Let me pick up my Rolodex. Call MFL. Do you need an internship? Call a bank. Your behavior, your ability to see not just your A letter grade in the classroom, but your attitude determines the altitude. So that's big for me when I relate to my students and to my young leaders. And I know at the HBCU, we are modeling what reality is. We're modeling what reality is and they see us. So I I tell my students, what you see is what you get. And I make conscious effort as a professor to make sure that what I do every day is my best. My best might never be good enough, but what I try to make sure I do is my best. And to see those young leaders and not to box them and say, oh, just because they're exhibiting their youthful exuberance to write them off. I don't do that. I call them together and say, listen, make this essay the best essay you can write. Not because you want to get a letter grade, because when MFL says you need to come for an interview and they need your your writing sample. You can use this as they, they shape up immediately. Oh, really? I said, I have seen people who have told my mentees in an interview that they need writing samples. And I had to ask those people why. And they said, in your writing, a lot is said in that writing. So I said, so when you have an assignment, a paper to write, of course you want to get the letter grade. Do it in a way that you want to be able to show off this uh, paper as a sample of writing when you need that fat job with a big company. So HBCU, we are very dedicated to these young leaders. We go the extra mile. And the, the president, especially at BSU, Bowie State University, the president is gone ho and so sold out to ensuring that our young leaders are cared for in a way that they can match anyone. I mean, look at most of our programs these days. They are going top-notch. So the HBCUs are coming around. And when we have companies like MFL, we want you when we are doing the career fairs. We want you part of that career fair. We want to be able to talk to maybe there's a department that has to do with, with sports. Our students want exposure. 
and I'm already loving. Please let me send you some students so you can check them out the next time you do your next wave of, of, of students for HBCUs. That's what we are. It's a nurturing ground. Absolutely. It's a nurturing ground for, for our children. Absolutely. And, and I have to uh, give a shout out to uh, uh, athletic director over there, Mr. Clyde Downey. Yes, That's he's my, been but, amazing. Hey, he's amazing. Yay. And and he's something else. So I'm quite sure that you guys cross the path a lot. And also, we realized that we did have a contact over there other than you, Dr. Remy, mm-hmm. the, the new person that stayed ahead of the, uh, the, uh, the program, the uh, intern program, but he just... Uh, making that transition down there, and he called us and said they're going to get back with us. Right now, he's just trying to get his feet in the door. So, okay. if you you know, so we're excited about that. And also, uh, Richard Wright Charter School and yeah, Miss Nelson, you could talk about when we did school. that with them as well. Won't That's you expand right. on that? Yeah, so uh-huh. Richard Wright Public Charter School for Journalism and Media Arts in Washington, D.C. Awesome. Dr. Marco Clark, me and Dr. Miles have had a chance to really work with the students there and really help prepare them for the next level. So something we've been able to volunteer our time with, as well as some of our our other great MFL staff, is being able to sit in for their senior capstones, their senior Uh theses. And so we get a chance to actually, they get a chance to work on a project and then they have to present that project to us. And so it's actually really great ideas that came through. We get a chance to give them feedback and critique some of their presentation skills and their actual projects to see if it's something that will work. But I thought that was great. I mean, I think about now, I work with students Absolutely. at Georgetown that are doing this on the graduate you know, level and how I work with them. But I'm like, they're getting this experience so early and so young. And I think back, I wish I went to a school that was focused on journalism and media arts when I was in high school, Dr. Miles. So, you know, the fact that we have these schools and that the school has a leader that, you know, went to an HBCU, is a member of a Black Greek organization. Mm-hmm. These students are learning so early on what Black excellence is. And that's mm-hmm. important something that's not always progressed in all of our schools. Not all of us get to go to schools where we get to see people even looking like us all around or even teachers that look like us. So I want to shout out the great work that's happening at Dr. Richard Wright Public Charter School, getting so many students off to college. They actually sent off a great amount of their students to HBCUs in this area um, and beyond. And I think people know the great thing about being a D.C. student is that uh, that tuition that you get to keep paying that in-state tuition at different colleges and schools. So D.C. students, if you're listening to the show, make sure you take advantage of that. I mean, we're living in a world right now, Dr. Miles, where people keep checking how far student loan payments will keep being pushed yeah. back. So if you cannot have student loans, the more the better. But again, just HBCUs, historically black colleges and universities, so, so important. I think we all have a pipeline there. I work with a lot of HBCUs. I am, all my family went to HBCUs. And so I always tell people, you know, I come from HBCU greatness. But I think the minor football league, Dr. Miles, really focusing on those players. And we're living right now in a time where unfortunately many leagues don't openly say that, you know, and say we want a majority of them. It's usually, you know, the road uh, that's kind of less traveled more so to get into the, the National Football League, even though so many greats have played from black schools. Speaking of which, shout out to the Black College Hall of Fame for releasing their class of 2022 Absolutely, this week. Right. Lots of great ones. We had somebody from the Grand Fam on there, Dr. Miles. Let's talk Absolutely. about your commitment Dr. to HBCUs as someone who didn't go to an HBCU. Absolutely. And, you know, I didn't, did not have that, you know, didn't choose to, uh, Take that opportunity. I went to the BWIs, and most most kids come out of DC because we was we looked at the facilities and stuff. And we want to say also a hat off to Deion Sanders because the attention he's bringing now yes, to HBCU and bringing money. Anytime you see him on there with the coach of Alabama, they talk about Aflac, and you know 
they doing some real good stuff with the HBCU. So he's bringing that notoriety there, as you know, uh, Dr. Remy. But we want the uh, kids to understand, even for players, we, we have this program called Beyond the Field because you, I mean, you cannot play football forever. So we want these guys, we encourage these guys to get their degrees, they get their, uh, uh, their masters and stuff. So these are the types of things that we're doing. It's not about football. We want them to understand that. We just, the NFL, the MFL provides an opportunity you don't find outside of college or professional football. We want to give these young men an opportunity, but more importantly, we want them to understand about our sports. We in sports and from the business side. Let's leave the field and go to the front office, which that been a block with that over league for years of people of color. And we, I'm just going to just say it. You know it and I know it. So we want them to understand. We want these black kids to go into sports management. We They should be managing these uh, other black young men coming out of uh, college. Instead of being represented by other people, they should be representing their people. They can identify with them. But I also want people to understand, I'm not downing or stepping on no other nationality because I'll tell you in a minute, this is not the Negro Leagues, but... Everybody is welcome, but because I'm trying to make sure the playing field is level for HBCU students, I want them to take advantage of that. You know what I mean, Dr. Remy? Yes, sir. And that is the key. It's, I mean, you said it well. There's enough room for all, but there has to be an intentional way of making sure that these young leaders can relate to people who look like them and that they should feel comfortable that they, should, they can go into any roles not necessarily one particular role and the exposure. Uh, and that's one of the reasons that I accepted to be on the board of this great organization because I heard the heart of what you were doing and what the leadership team was doing that immediately I'm like, this is it. There has to be an intentionality to helping our young leaders stay connected uh, and be in the network that will profit them in the future. Absolutely. And we want them to understand that front off. We want them to understand ownership. We want to give them an actual opportunity to coach in the league, something that's been eluding people of color for a long time. And we want them to understand. I don't want people, we don't, we interview everybody for coaching job, but I am not mad if all the coaches in the, in the, in the NFL was black. Believe me, I would not be mad at all. You know what I mean? Because this is something that we need to understand. This league is built by the people and for the people. You know what I mean? These are the things that we want them, we're trying to convey to them, uh, Dr. Remy. It's important that, that everybody understand that the MFL is about the laboratory of change, meaning we can do all, all of these changes can be made but we need their help. We need people just like most of these young men that was going to these big schools and they say, well, wait a minute. Why go to a, a, a Power 5 conference school when more than likely I'm going to be sitting on a bench for four years when you can come to an HBCU and start for four years? Mm-hmm. You, you right. see, we want, them to, we want that understanding to be made with these young men. You know, and if you're good, you're good. And then... I would just, let me disperse the mist with these young men. If you go to HBCU, I won't get a chance at the NFL. Let me tell you something. Don't matter how good you are, you know, you will get that break if that's what God have in, in the books for you. It's just simple as that. But also you have to understand 
It's not that you're not good enough to play in the NFL. It's not enough room. So you better be glad that the MFL is here. We want you to come experience the MFL. We want to give you that side of the business that all they're going to show you is to play football. We're going to show you the front office part of it. We're going to teach you the front of the coaching aspect of it. We're going to teach you the business part of it. Not a business, but business. We're going to teach you how to do an LLC. You know, we're going to teach you how to do a, a, a nonprofit. We're going to teach you and educate you on uh, how to learn to set up your corporation as a sober prior or, uh, uh, or, or if you just want to be, you know, uh, LLC. These are things that we want these young men to understand and people, period. And like I say, it's not just young men. We have, we have room at the table. We want women general managers. If you're good enough and we interview you well, we had those jobs available for, for you as well, Dr. Remy, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, Absolutely. all of those opportunities. And yes. Dr. Remy, I mean, we're just been so excited to have you on this show. And we appreciate your time and how busy you are. You talked about all the great hats that you're wearing, but we don't want to let you go without saying some of the upcoming stuff or events that you have coming up um, that we can hopefully support and hopefully our listeners can help support and help to look forward to. Sure. Thank you so much. Uh, what's priority this year for me is winning that seat in Annapolis as a delegate representing District 23, which comprises of Upper Marlboro, Bowie, South Laurel, Beltsville, and all of the above. So I am asking you all to please vote Remy Duyale and go to our website. That will be voteremyduyale.com. That is vote, R-E-M-I. D-U-Y-I-L-E dot com. This is a leader that's an authentic narrator that will change the narratives and can walk across the aisle to ensure that Prince George's is restored to its glory. Absolutely. And as you know, we have a great mayor here in Washington, our council members. We have some great council members and things. We want people to understand that we have people on our board from different parts. And, you know, I, I have to get used to this, uh, uh, Dr. Remy, because uh, uh, Kelsey goes me all the time. I never want to put uh, the DMV together. I always say Washington, Maryland, Virginia. But now, because of the, the way the, uh, 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 the dynamics is with the area, it is truly the DMV now. And we, want, we have people from all walks of life on our board, and we want to support the people on our board that support us. So, you know, like I say, I am excited about having you on the show. I realize how busy you are. Also, we'll let we'll wrap this up. Yep. So thank you again so much to Dr. Ruby Duyale for joining us on the show. Again, you guys are tuning in inside the MFL on DC Radio. We'll see you next Saturday at 11 a.m. And don't forget to follow us on social media, on Facebook, MFL, on Twitter at MFL Experience, and on Instagram, Experience the MFL. See you all soon and have a great one. Enjoy 2022. And Dr. Miles, always keep inside the what? The MFL. Thank you, Dr. Remy. Bye, Thank guys. Thank you for having me. Bye. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You've been listening to Inside the MFL, the official sports talk radio show of the Minor Football League with your hosts, Dr. Richard Miles Sr. and Kelsey Nicole Nelson. For more information, visit MFLisHere.com or the MFL page under programs at dcradio.gov. Experience the MFL. 
how can we experience the MFL? The Minor Football League. Here's information on how you can experience the MFL. The Minor Football League was established in 1993 by founder and CEO Dr. Richard D. Miles Sr., a league created for the people and by the people. To learn more on how you can experience the MFL with the MFL team in your area, visit experiencethemfl.com or go to The MFL is here. The MFL, the laboratory of change. Copyright MFL. No portion of this audio may be reproduced or re-recorded without the written permission from the Minor Football League. Visit experiencethemfl.com. This is a Mad Voice production.